0: Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of People With Purpose. Here's another TNT for you, a, a tiny noticeable thing. Uh, it's a tiny noticeable thing, but it's actually quite a big thing, and it's, again, on the theme of change. So what we're going to talk about uh, today is the change curve and and how you, you can help to lead people through change, which is a uh, a challenging a uh, part of life. I mean, when you're going through a change, either through a uh, a change at work or in your personal life, uh, people and how people navigate their path through the change uh, is often a key ingredient to the change being successful. How you can support and encourage people through change. Uh, is 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 crucially important because uh, people need to uh, recognize that the idea behind change is that the change is a good idea they also need to uh, believe in it and uh, they need to go through um, a series of emotions uh, when going through a change we all do uh, and uh, especially if it's something that is going to affect them directly or if it's going to be something that's gonna uh, be a change that's gonna to, gonna to kind of affect uh, the environment that they're in or um, their relationships with other people or um, or just people in general people um, operate on the basis of their their values and uh, if they see a change that's happening and they're they're uncertain about it or they want things to stay the same or or whatever it might be, then, then actually that initial kind of change curve actually happens inside people's heads. And it's an emotional reaction to a change. Uh, and we're naturally geared to, people talk about fight or flight, don't they? And so, uh, so you know, back in the day when we were uh, living in caves and whatnot, that whole fight or flight um uh, a kind of instinct uh, was there to to protect us and to keep us safe and uh, it, it triggers inside our heads when we see a change coming or when we first hear about a change that we think is going to affect us um, and the whole kind of fight or flight thing uh, goes on inside our minds and how we as individuals can be aware of of the the change curve that everyone goes through uh, and um and how we as leaders can be aware of that too so we can help to guide and navigate people through a change uh, then um, then if we can be more aware of that we can uh, we can actually help ourselves and others to uh, to be ready for and to get the most out of any change that happens and sometimes a change is a uh, is is an engineered thing you know it comes from an idea uh, which which you feel like you're in control of because it's your idea and you're going into implementation of that change or you've made a decision and you're going to act on it and sometimes it can be a uh, a change that comes about as a result of of the decisions of others uh, so you can potentially feel uh, less in control uh, in that kind of a, a scenario and it's how you get yourself in control of your emotional responses and how you get your team in control of their emotional responses whilst going through a change that, like I say, it can often be a, uh, a key ingredient to making sure that change is successful. So what are the, the four phases of, of change? Phase one is denial. Phase two is resistance. Phase three is acceptance, and phase four is commitment. So that's denial, resistance, acceptance, and commitment. And now this change curve can happen inside your head in seconds, or it can take weeks to navigate, depending on uh, what the change is, how you feel about it, and, um, and, and the effect that it's going to have. Um, so being aware of these phases uh, in any change uh, and the speed at which you're navigating those phases uh, can be incredibly helpful. And it's important to recognize the signs. So phase one of, of change is denial. So if, if you think about a, a scenario where your are uh, you're Faced with a change, you first hear about something that's going to have have an impact. Then denial can quite often be the immediate emotional response that you get. So simply you know, not, not believing, disbelief, I can't believe it. You know those kind of things. Um, if you uh, are in a situation uh, where something happens. And, uh, and so for example, you know, there's a, there's a problem at work uh, or, or there's a, there's a problem in, in, in your industry and you think, well, it couldn't possibly happen to us. You know, you're looking at a competitor perhaps who's, who's struggling financially and you know, well, that couldn't possibly happen to us. You're looking at, uh, for example, um, a, a kind of a recessionary impact on, on prices, um, which is going to uh, put pressure, and you know, you can you can kind of ignore that for a while. And quite often, when in organisations, people see things happening in the external environment, and they don't react very quickly to it, um, and they then they're then scrabbling around trying to kind of respond to something that's affecting uh, their business, um, and uh, and 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 they sort of feel like they're, they're behind the curve, behind. Uh, the eight ball, denial. That's the first phase of change. It won't have any impact on me. Um, I'll believe it when I see it. Um, it's not worth worrying about. It won't affect me. It won't affect us. They're the kind of things that you'll you'll see and hear when people are in the denial stage. Uh, people just sort of carry on as they've done previously. You know, ignoring uh, the fact that there's a change coming, um, and and not really. Talking about almost avoiding the subject. As a leader, you can help people to navigate through this period of change much more quickly by doing a couple of key things. One, it's about a clear why for making any change, setting out the facts, setting out the potential impact, both good in terms of upside and opportunity but also potentially the downside, risk. Sometimes, you know, I'll believe it when I see it is a phrase that is often used. So how can you help people to see the change, see the uh, potential benefit of making a change, see what's in it for them, paint a picture, use facts, use images, talk to people about you know what you see coming down the tracks um talk to people about potentially you know what's the what's the risk of of ignoring this what's the risk of denying that this is coming about and it's important at this stage to be really empathetic to really empathize with people because as we've said everyone goes through the change curve and we go through the change curve at different paces at different times so uh, if you can demonstrate em- empathy um, and be patient with people, use questions, uh, open questions like you know what, when, how, why, tell me, um, to encourage people to think about the the change, uh, to think about the thing that's coming down the tracks. And that can be a really simple thing, like a simple process change in a work context, things like job roles changing and that kind of thing. So that whole period of consultation that happens in those kind of scenarios is is really important because at this stage in any change, uh, things are um, sometimes really, really clear, Uh, but sometimes there are a few unknowns. Uh, So if you can uh, interact with people uh, working through the denial stage with empathy and listening then uh, then you're in a situation where actually uh, you can uh, take people's feedback on board and potentially make the change more effective. So there's the, de- there's the de- denial phase, what you'll see in here, and how you can potentially lead people through that. And then the next phase of change is resistance. So people who resist change, and I say people, I mean... Everyone at some point or another will resist the change. Why? Why do you do that? Well, you kind of resist the change because you think that the changes are going to be negative, and you think the changes are going to have more of a kind of an adverse effect than a positive effect. And this could be kind of you know in a kind of a emotional sense, or it could be in a a kind of a physical or material. Sense. So you resist it because you don't want it to happen. You want things to stay as they are. You're potentially not going to engage at this point. Uh, You can't make me do this. This will never work. Who came up with this idea? Uh, Why are we doing this? You know, we can't do it. So, potentially in the resistance phase, you get quite a lot of that kind of. Uh, negative energy, negative self-talk. So you go from disbelief in the denial stage, uh, or ignoring it, to actively resisting the change in in the resistance phase. Other things you might see: you might see uh, people are uh, being very critical um, of, of of the change, uh, challenging it. You might see also some people in a team. Uh, encouraging other people to be very negative uh, about the change as a, as a leader in this phase in the resistance phase of any change it's so important to listen you know if you're as a lead, if you're a leader in this sort of scenario you might be feeling some pressure to 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 make a change happen uh, it's important to move at the right pace and the right pace involves taking positive action and and having some momentum behind a change, having a plan. But it also involves having enough time to be able to listen to objections and to be able to handle those. If you think about any kind of process it involves a change uh, and if you're selling something for example to somebody whether it's a product or just an idea um what you're doing when you're doing that is you're is you're, uh, you're attempting to shift a belief a belief from i don't want or need this to um yes I, I i do want this and this can help me so the way you do that is to is to listen to objections and respond to them ask people what if questions. Uh, use uh, facts uh, use um, use logic uh, use um, any kind of uh, information that that supports or potentially challenges uh, the conversation it often a change that is live can be improved through the incorporation of other people's ideas so at this point in the change it's a it's a great opportunity actually to get feedback because what you're getting in the resistance phase is feedback and uh, for every uh, negative view or uh, resisting view in there there's a kernel of a kind of a of, of energy and a kernel of an idea which can actually evolve into something that can either improve the change or or actually enable it to happen so you know encouraging people who are who are positive to talk uh, helps you makes it feel better when you're leading a change but actually encouraging people uh, who are who have got uh, problems and challenges with the change uh, to talk about them as well uh, it can actually be even more valuable uh, because you actually find out uh, in those uh, perhaps resisting comments So if you're in a situation where somebody is saying, uh, no, can't do it, don't want to do it, um, or um, resisting it in in some way, then um, having that conversation with somebody, asking them the question, how can we change this to make it work for you, Uh, can sometimes be a really good way of teasing out uh, those really good ideas um, and securing uh, a thought process in somebody else's mind where they're... Where they're working things through themselves, they're, they're working out how to solve a problem, and they're all of a sudden uh, in time uh, with you on the journey as opposed to resisting you. Uh, the other thing is that different people need need different things as well. So some people work on on the basis of their opinion. Uh, their opinion is will always be founded on some kind of an emotional reaction or or, or kind of a a thought. Uh, and if you can understand what that emotional reaction or thought is uh, through listening, then what you can do is you can uh, you can focus on on how to um, uh, move those those thought processes uh, into a more uh, supportive. A context, and if you can then provide evidence of progress towards the change, uh, and um, uh, and see that that progress, and then share that progress and talk about that progress, then again that can help you to to move through uh, the resistance phase of the change. The third phase of change is acceptance. So, when you get to the acceptance point, people. Are looking forward more than they are looking backward, so generally speaking when you're in acceptance it's like a um, it's like a, um, a, a a young plant you know the seed's been planted it's been watered, and now you 've got a now you 've got a seedling and you're taking the shift from uh, perhaps the resisting energy into the positive energy, um, and and harnessing that as a, as a as a force for good. So what you begin to see in the acceptance phase of change is um, is a bit more energy, a bit more involvement, a bit more engagement uh, and uh, enthusiasm for for the change. You sort of start to hear things like, okay, how. How, instead of you asking the question how can we change this to make it work you start to hear things like okay so how can we fix this, how can we make this happen uh, how can we change it to make it work so you get that little bit of ownership coming through in the kind of language that people, people use people make suggestions um, about how things can be improved and they start to volunteer them rather than criticising uh, the fundamentals of the idea. The reason that you need to nurture this in the in the acceptance phase is because it is a young uh, plant. It's a, it's a young idea that's just just growing, and so uh, if it's not nurtured uh, during the acceptance phase, then potentially uh, people can fall back into being a bit cynical, and some of that negativity can can come come back. And if you're um, if you if you think you kind of you've made it at this point then it's too early because you, you haven't. You need to keep listening. You can't stop being uh, empathetic with people. You have to keep listening. You have to keep inviting their contribution. As a leader... Uh, when you're taking people through the acceptance phase of any change uh, so you know encouraging and and recognizing the transition that people are going through uh, supporting them and, uh, and 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 coaching them and uh, and following up to make sure uh, the change is actually working for them uh, also you know at any point, during any change things aren't going to work smoothly uh, necessarily straight away so um, so praising people for effort instead of outcomes at this point is is really key um, and for their enthusiasm and for their energy uh, because what you're doing is you're is you're looking at this stage to take that acceptance uh, and nurture it into uh, into positive action that's going to make the change happen involve people in the change more actively at this point in setting goals in reviewing uh, progress um, and um, and also uh, see any mistakes that are made as opportunities to learn and improve uh, rather than getting frustrated uh, and uh, you, know, you know punishing people for the mistakes that they make you know people at this stage will have gone through a denial um they'll have resisted and they'll be coming into acceptance um, and they'll be punishing themselves if things aren't aren't going uh, well. So how you support people through this part of the change is really, really crucial. Just nurture that young plant and then and then when you've come through the acceptance uh, phase, uh, you're in a place where you can kind of begin to reward people uh, both verbally uh, with gratitude and with uh, and with potentially other sort of incentives uh, for the progress that's being made towards getting this change implemented and then the fourth phase of change then is commitment you know once you've gone through the curve you're into the commitment phase they are looking forward more and they're looking forward in a new context. There's a new mindset there, which is about okay. So, so this is the way things are now. Um, how can we uh, uh, focus on on future improvements? How can we make it work better? Uh, how can we nudge and nerdle ourselves uh, into a position where uh, actually we we like this now? We're kind of comfortable with it. We really feel that we're kind of working in a way that's uh, that's more effective we're going to get more things done uh, we're going to be able to uh, make more of a difference and more of an impact because because we've committed to this change and we've got it in and it's now working uh, and also you also get at this point some people were talking about the early stages and uh, yeah i never thought this would work but now now it is it is working you know that that's that kind of thing so so how you know you're in the commitment phase is is you hear uh, people talking about the fact that there are, you know, the good things, if you like, from the new way that you're doing things, uh, some people might even prefer it. So, uh, so, uh, uh, and generally speaking, uh, like I say, with most changes, uh, it's about how you lead people, people through it. Um, and you know, in the commitment phase, what you're really doing is looking to bed things in. So you're reinforcing, uh, the new ways of working. You're really now into recognition and rewarding achievement, celebrating a new way of doing things, involving the team in the future and the forward planning. Um, and, um, and yeah, really, it's about celebrating uh, the success and providing that kind of uh, encouragement that people need to know that they're doing really well. So if you're in the... Uh, it, or contemplating any kind of change, and there's a lot of change going on in the world at the moment, then recognize these four uh, phases of change. So in summary, phase one is denial. In this phase, uh, people carry on as before. They don't believe it's going to happen. So as a leader, it's about the nature of the change with empathy, uh, and the change is coming. The second phase of change is resistance. At this stage, uh, people are um, yeah are resisting it. So they've gone from disbelief to it's never going to ha- it's never going to happen to uh, it will never work. Um, and at this stage, what you're looking to do is provide support. So you're listening for those genuine objections, learning from them, and beginning to work together with people to to see how you can make the change work for them. The third phase of change is acceptance. So people are beginning to respond more positively, but here it's a young uh, seedling and sapling of a of a, of a positive uh, mood. And what you're looking to do here is provide focus, provide focus on the future, uh, and encouragement. Um, and then the fourth phase of 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 change is commitment. At this stage, you're bedding it in. Uh, People have totally accepted it now and wanting to work with it to make it work uh, for the future. And here, what you're looking to do is celebrate success. So that's the change curve. I hope that's helpful. Uh, We've done a few episodes now on on change uh, because we are in a changing world. And I think it's important to understand that we're all going through this curve every single day. There are changes happening in our lives right now. And that could be at work, it could be at home, it could be uh, with family, it could be in any part of life. And if you can recognize the uh, emotional responses that we all go through as, as, as human beings, especially when we feel like a change is being done to us, we go through that denial. We go through that resistance phase. We then begin to accept it, and then we commit to a different way of doing things in the future. Uh, and the speed at which we go through those different phases of the change can can vary uh, for ourselves uh, and for other people, depending on the nature of the change and the potential impact we perceive it might have on us. And the sooner in any kind of change situation that we can really get into dialogue with each other and open discussion about uh, the nature of the change, or if it's something that's happening to you as an individual, if you can recognize what denial feels like and what resistance feels like, and you can really use those questions that come up uh, when you get beyond disbelief into, this, is, this isn't this is going to work, uh, to really work out, okay, change the question, how can you make this work? Then you can speed your way through Uh, perhaps the more painful uh, uh, part of the change cycle into uh, acceptance and then commitment uh, and then making a change for the better and a brave new world. Okay, cool. Well, look, uh, thanks for listening to People With Purpose. I hope this TNT, uh, Tiny Noticeable Thing, uh, has been helpful. Uh, It's a Tiny Noticeable Thing that affects all of us every single day. So uh, if we can change our... our our, our awareness about how we feel and respond to changes in different scenarios and and harness that that insight into the way we work as people as a force for good then we'll be better equipped to really make a difference in this world Thanks for listening to People With Purpose I hope you've enjoyed the show and are enjoying going on this journey please remember to like and subscribe and give us a 5 star review tell all your friends And if you're interested in finding out more about any of the things we've covered in this episode of People With Purpose, just get in touch. All the details are in the show notes. Thanks. Bye.